Evening on that old podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Adjetta Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dead Out. You can find me at odddeadoutpodcast.com and in all the social media places at Odd Dead Out. And this is the show where I ramble and rant and empty my brain out and tell you about what's going on in my life and then just ramble and shit in my head and bitch about my wife and kids because, come on, I'm married and have kids and everybody does. And I, I make fun of some weird shit. I, I talk a lot of shit and I tell you about some podcasts that I think you should listen to because, come on, everybody needs to listen to more podcasts. But, you know, finish listening to this one and then, then you know, listen to the other ones too. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, I feel like I still need to ask that. Shit's crazy. I'm not going to get into shit being crazy because, honestly, I don't think you actually care what I have to say about all of the shit's crazy going on in the world right now, other than I'm just going to say, shit's crazy. So, yeah, lately, and I, I realize I've been highly inconsistent right now, and I've been just like super frayed and frazzled, and I've been really having to struggle to record, really, because timing has been, well, I mean, when... You know, we talked in the last episode with my wife here that she's working from home now and she's in my office, my studio space, and we just got our new desk and we've gotten all the stuff, which, you know, basically accommodates her and her needs in the office. But honestly, it doesn't do me any favors because it basically it completely changed the arrangement, the orientation and just the general setup of my office and my recording space. Um, I'm facing, I'm, I'm literally facing the exact opposite direction I was before previously. My back would be to the wall. I would be speaking towards more of the open space of the room, which would eliminate a lot of um, reverb and, and, and echo back. Now I'm literally facing straight into a wall, which immediately means I now have that, you know, reverb and stuff coming right back at me. Um, and yeah, it's it's a minor thing. I can fix it in post. I do. You're probably not hearing it, but for me, it's it's annoyance. Um, you know, um, I, I don't have the time that I normally would to record because before she was at home working, I recorded the show while she was at work, and I was recording. You know, I was recording during the daytime, and you know, I kind of hold myself up in the studio and record the show and i'd you know i do the the art and i'd write up the the little blip for the website and do all of the things you know and put it all together nice and neat and all that stuff but that was all done sitting here at this computer while my wife was at work and well up until you know everything happened uh, while my boys were at school for the most part now everybody's home which yeah it's summer now whatever the boys are all home, but my wife is home and she's now in the space that I need to get my work done, which, you know, leaves me with severely limited time to do this, 
to be able to sit down and record. And as I'm sitting down right now and recording for you, it is somewhere around 1230 in the morning, which suddenly makes me feel like a normal podcaster because it seems like everybody and their mother podcast in the middle of the night, except me. I'm not used to this. I haven't done this. And actually this like early morning, other than the, you know, the handful of times where I'm like driving home from work stuff. I haven't done this and this being up late podcasting in like four years. I haven't done this since the very earliest days of the show. And you know, it's, it's, it's not my normal. It's weird. And it's funny because I have no problem sitting up like till I've, I've actually sat up editing, not my show because you know I mean, it, for anybody who's out there on the Patreon world knows, I don't do a lot of editing other than for interviews. Just, you know, I make it sound pretty, but yeah, cause I'm so pretty. I'm so pretty. My voice is so pretty. Don't you know? But <laughs> sorry, but you know, I, I, I don't do a lot on the back end of making myself sound better. But, you know, for clients and for, for editing business stuff, like I have no problem sitting up until four or five in the morning, you know, working on client audio. But for some reason, sitting here recording, I'm less comfortable with doing at, at the early in the wee hours of the morning. <sighs> As evidenced by the fact that I'm yawning. And, and maybe that's, you know, and, and yeah, I've had those shows where I'm like, oh, fuck, you know. It's one in the afternoon. I'm so tired because, well, fucking kids and because I work at night. But again, I'm kind of limited right now because I've got two nights out of my week where I'm home because yet my wife works Monday through Friday. So the only time I would theoretically have where I could work and have kind of have my office to myself are Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday nights. And Monday nights, only after everybody's gone to bed. But the thing about only having so much, such limited time where I'm home with the family and everything like that, or more where I'm, my wife and I have time together, you know, we've only got two nights a week where we're actually home together at night, which are Sunday and Monday, my days off. And like Sunday all day because we're both off. Great. But the problem with that is that that's the only time I have where I can do podcast stuff right now. That's also the only time that we have together. So, and I've always said the family stuff has to, has to come first. And so I'm left with this situation where I've just not been able to sit down and get behind the mic. And yeah, I'm just like, fuck, I've got to, I need to sit and record. And honestly, last I planned on doing this on Sunday night. <laughs> Excuse the yawning. Again, tired. I'm tired. Mostly I'm tired because garden stuff. I don't get into garden stuff. But yeah, I've I've just been I thoroughly planned last night on sitting down and recording and doing a whole spiel and all this stuff, which I'd probably be saying very similar things, minus referencing last night. But just um Honestly, I just got fucking tired. And it's one of those things with like on my days off, I don't take naps, really. You know, if you listen for any amount of time, you know, I need my naps. I need my nap during the day, man. Or the, well, most because I got to fucking go to work at night, but I need my naps during the day. 
And at this point, my bi- like my biological clock says I need to take a nap in the afternoon to function <laughs> or I'm going to get sleepy real early, like like right now, really early, which I realize for most people, 1230 in the morning is late. Not for me. For me, normally, this is like I still got two or three more hours before I'm done with work. So I shouldn't be tired right now. But on my days off, I spend most of my day right now, especially working in the yard. I'm spending most of my day out, you know, working in the gardens and and all that stuff. You know, I got weeding to do. I got watering to do. I got planters to, to put together. I've got, you know, I've got... Uh, uh, compost I'm working on right now and all this stuff. And you know, there's, there's a million and one little things to do in the garden any given day. And so I'm, I'm doing the things, I'm doing all the garden things and I'm, you know, hanging out with the boys and you know, they're, they're, you know, they're working on riding their bikes and getting better on their bikes. And by this point, you know, I, I can't remember exactly when we got their bikes, but at this point, uh, Two of the three boys that had training wheels no longer have training wheels. <laughs> and but a lot of it's just been, you know, during Corona times, them doing laps around the backyard and circle and circle and circle. And it, I remember telling them at the very beginning, learn to ride on grass. It is so much harder than riding on pavement. And when you fall, it doesn't hurt as bad. But it's so much harder to ride on grass. And so I remember that was one of the earliest things I told them, teaching them to ride their bikes was, Learn to ride on grass. If you can ride on grass and it's no trouble, you will have no problem when you're on the sidewalk. And you'll learn to take a fall because you're probably going to fall a lot when you're learning. And when you're falling on grass, not that bad. But anyway, they're at this point, the old Sam is the only one currently with training wheels on. I still need to get the model user fucking brakes. But at the end of the day, hey, they're all riding without training wheels and they're all doing pretty good. And so we're you know, doing stuff, you know, they're doing, I'm, I'm thinking about more trips to parks and stuff like that. And just, you know, getting out a little bit more, you know, things are getting a little more relaxed. And so I, we can, you know, we could go to the park, we could just, you know, let them ride their bikes out a little bit more, whatever. So I'm, I'm looking at doing that sort of stuff. Um, you know, but I, I'm spending a lot more of my daytime outside in the yard with the boys and or doing home stuff i guess you know all the work we put into putting these desks together and at the same time we're getting ready for vacation which i'm not even going to get into our vacation prep for this week because there's more to talk about besides vacation vacations in a few weeks and i want to try and get ahead i do want to get ahead i say this every year that i want to record ahead for the week of vacation i almost never fucking do it because it takes so much damn work getting planned for vacation and i usually end up missing two weeks because of it but i've been missing so much lately and I've, i haven't had a consistent i haven't had two weeks in a row almost since corona started basically like the last week that i did a consistent like back-to-back show was right before spring break which would have been march which was right before my anniversary which was also right before the boys like the spring break is when the the weekend that the boys started spring break was the weekend that lockdown started here in Arizona. And when they were pulled out of school and all, all that jazz. And so I haven't had a consistent week to week show since then. 
which was March 10th, I guess, when that first started. So yeah, that sucks. That was fuck three months ago. And it sucks. And I've I I don't I don't like not sitting here. I don't like not having the time on the mic. And honestly, I don't like being so tired when I'm recording. And suddenly I understand why so many people that especially the ones that record at night are so quiet and so chill and so mellow because I'm fucking tired. Makes sense. Like people who like you'll hear and you'll hear them on like I'll, I'll use Dave Jackson as an ex, as a, an example. Dave Jackson is much more excitable on on some shows than others because some shows he records because he's got a million of them are he's recording in the middle of the day. Other shows he's recording it later at night. Uh, School of Podcasting tends to get recorded later at night, but he's also one of those kind of night owl guys that he's up more and he's doing a lot more work at night. So he's a little more attuned to that versus sometimes when he's doing um, Ask the Podcast Coach on Saturday mornings. Like There have been a few weeks where they've said, oh, where's all your energy? You're so tired. I was like, he's fucking tired because he's kind of a guy who stays up late. But and I, I'm seeing that now. I'm like, I'm way lower energy right now than I normally would be. I'd be much more excitable and crazy and general. But I'm fucking tired. And I think that's just meh. Because I'm fucking tired. But, yeah. I'm just... And it's, and it's in part because it's late. It's in part because I'm, you know, been up so much. You know, I'm, I'm getting up and, and doing the things. And, and getting up and, and, you know, water all the plants. And deal with the boys and do all the shopping. I just, you know, I, I, I realize I end up burning myself out because, well, that's what I do. It's like burning myself out is my superpower. But yeah, I just, I guess, I don't even know where I was going with it. Do I ever? <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't like the being recording at night and I guess I'm just going to have to get used to it. It's just kind of going to have to turn into the regular thing until what whichever point that I regain full control of my office at what point that I'm able to get my recording booth you know kind of cleared out of stuff because right now with again with my wife in here and having her having cleaned out her office from work she now like you know whenever you move from an office sidebar in the middle of all of the She's like the lockdowns and the, all the stuff. And when my wife uh, was like, was transitioning to working from home in that time period, her job relocated offices. They basically packed up everybody that was in one building and they moved everybody to their new office building. And as such, well, she was on leave at the time. I think it actually happened while she was on a, a week of vacation and so I had to go, like, we had to go over and pick up her stuff. So the, like, standard box of your office junk that is her box of her office junk is currently sitting in my booth because I didn't have any, well, it's my closet in my office, which I normally don't need to use as a closet, but with her stuff here, I do. And so her office stuff is currently in my closet booth, so I can't use my booth. Not that I would be able to right now because it's, you know stuff going on and I can't record in here if she's working because, you know, she works on the phones and stuff. But yeah, I just, I'm looking forward to that point, not because I want to necessarily kick her out, but at the same time, just try and get back into a more, you know, 
a normal routine and, you know, back where I have my office and I feel comfortable in the space and I'm, and I'm, I'm sitting down recording in my, at my booth where, and or recording in my space where I'm used to it. Granted, yes, this is a completely new desk. And even if after her stuff is out and we move my computer and my setup and stuff, it won't be the same. And I'll still actually still be talking towards the wall because we'll be moving my stuff over towards the other wall. But still, I feel like I just, I want to have, I, I feel like I need to get back in my daytime recording period. I feel like that is where like I'm the most comfortable. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so how are you doing? <laughs> I know. Like I said, the, the, you know, shit's crazy. World's crazy. You know, no matter who you are or what side of whatever you think is what with what or anything, world's crazy right now. And fucking hurricanes and, and, you know, everything going on with the world. And now the reports that what the people that are saying, oh, we just read the Mayan calendar and it, it really is the, the end of the world is next week. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. If this is, if they misread the Mayan calendar, which doesn't say the world is going to end, but if the Mayan calendar did say the world is going to end, and in fact, you misread it and it says it's going to end next week, even though every single interpretation of the Mayan calendar did in fact have the Mayan calendar end in 2012, which was because it's a circle and it just, it's a cycle and it just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. It's the start of a new era, basically, in 2012. Anyway, um, even if the Mayan calendar does say it's going to end like next week, fuck it. Because at least everybody will shut up. At least everybody will stop fighting. And if everybody's dead, we're all on an even playing field. The world is over. The end. Shut the fuck up. Because at this point, nobody can agree on anything. Everybody fights on everything. Everybody, if people are fighting now about things they agree on. So, fuck it. Let the world end. Not gonna hurt me any. I'll be dead. You'll be dead. It'll suck for me because my downloads will tank, but I don't have a bunch of them anyway. And again, you're not going to be listening to me. So depending on whatever afterlife you prescribe to, maybe you'll still be listening to me. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. We'll see next week when the world ends. And if not, well, we'll see if I come back. But I'm not, I'm not done yet because I said I was going to talk about the gardens. And I did, we got into the gardens with Rihanna when she was here and we talked about, you know, Hey, we made gardens. And again, I'm not, because I'm not the guy who like, we didn't make Corona gardens. We didn't make gardens like where, Oh, you know, the, the Corona people were all in lockdown mode and they're like, Oh, they started baking and everybody used up all the fucking yeast assholes. It's like, I just wanted to make fucking pizza and I can't make my fucking pizza because motherfuckers bought up all the goddamn yeast. Fuck you. And then because they used up all the yeast, then everybody got into making sourdough because they're a bunch of fucking jackasses who couldn't get a new fucking hobby besides making bread, you pieces of shit. Color. Bob Ross is on YouTube. Buy paint. You'll calm down, I promise. You're getting really aggravated with your fucking bread. You're getting really pissy with all your other shit. How about you just fucking paint? 
Color some happy little trees, motherfucker. Maybe I should take up painting, possibly. Nah, fuck it. But, you know, <laughs> you know sidebar, and I don't know if I ever re-entered for my last sidebar, but a funny quirk about me, if you don't know, is that all of my anger and rantiness and wanting to stab a bitch aside, I'm actually kind of a pacifist. I'm actually a nonviolent person, and I actually, in my personal life, preach nonviolence, especially to my children. And it's it's a witch thing, really, um, to a degree. It's one of the, and a, you know, sidebar, sidebar. My religious viewpoint is that you should never let your religion dictate your behavior. You should figure out what religion you should be, you align with based on your beliefs. If you believe in, if, if you believe a certain, if you have your own set of beliefs that you hold to be true, you look at the religions and you say, this is the religion that aligns with my belief structure. You should not do anything because you go to church and that church tells you this is what you have to believe. You shouldn't let anybody tell you what you should or should not believe other than even me no longer being of a Christian faith or guidelines. As they'll say, the Ten Commandments are generally a good place to start. Again, I go more with the George Carlin Three Commandments, um, even condensed down to the one rule. The one rule that matters and is basically the golden rule, reinterpreted, do no harm. And if you want to interpret this in a Christian manner, the, the, all the commandments about, you know, you have one God, uh, don't, you know, no false witness, don't blah, 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 no Lord's name in vain, all that stuff is doing harm to your God. Doesn't matter what God you're, you're going with, but you know, all that shit, do no harm to your God, do no harm to other people, do no harm to creatures. And I realize that I'm not a vegetarian. Also, if you're a vegetarian, you're doing harm to the, any food you eat is doing harm to that thing. So, you know, sorry, yes, you get a pass for food. Generally speaking, I think everybody agrees you get a pass for food, but do no harm. It's a good rule to live by. Generally speaking, don't be a dick and don't hurt things. So I don't believe in, generally, I don't uh, believe in violence. I've talked before about I don't, with the exception of scorpions, I, I don't kill bugs in my house. I don't. I can't speak for my kids. And I can't speak for my wife, but I don't kill bugs in my house. I evict them. I will, you know, catch them and shoo them away, whatever. Right now, it's a little more problematic because I've got fucking crickets eating my vegetables and they're pissing me the fuck off. But I'm not, you know, like, I'm not going out there and stomping crickets or whatever in my house. Anyway, I'm two tangents out and I don't remember where I was at. But anyway, um... Yeah, fuck it. Oh, because the world is ending and people are fighting and fuck it, let the world die and religions and shit. Yeah, fuck it. Well, <laughs> so I, like I said, I was talking about, we mentioned the gardens and and I've, I've mentioned the gardens a few times. And we mentioned the gardens last week and oh yeah, that's where I, that's where I was getting to. Happy little trees. But Oh, oh, that's okay. I've retraced my steps, guys. I know how I got here because I got to happy little trees and I got to the fact that I'm actually a nonviolent person, which led me into religion, which led me back 
to, okay, I'm actually not a violent person for all of my raginess and actually, you know, again, I prefer for somebody who always carries a bunch of knives on them. I'm a utilitarian type of person. There's a lot of things you can use a knife for. So I've always got a knife on me. And, you know, it's always the pending threat of sometimes you just want to stab a bitch in the throat. And uh, again, sidebar, I, I, I use bitch and uh, like people who say dude is a, a gender neutral term. I use bitch as a gender neutral term. <laughs> I've called more guys bitch than than women ever. Honestly, I think it's more offensive to call a woman a bitch unless she's being a bitch. In which case, fuck her. She's being a bitch. Um, <laughs> I will also, you know, if the if the time, if the if the if the timing is appropriate, uh, sometimes I'll use the C word. Not going to right now. I did an entire episode about it, but I'm but I'm just saying when she's being that way and I'm not going to call her that to her face. I'm just going to remark on the hey, that behavior is a bit. Yeah, you know, hey, you're you're acting a tad cunty. Just gonna say it. But anyway, <laughs> and right now I probably just pissed off my sister if she's listening to no end. Sorry, sis. I know you hate that word. Oh well. But, um, yeah, it's the way I am. I'm I am I am a walking ball of contradictions. So, I I I cannot. I will not ever apologize for who I am other than to just say I am who I am and I am a massive ball of contradictions. And some things I do and say like directly contradict other things I do and say. And it's not so much being hypocritical. It's just I'm complicated. Um, but anyway, gardening. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we didn't build, like I said before, we didn't build our gardens because we were, uh, for like a Corona reason. It was just, we wanted to have a garden in this house and we finally had it's like more for the only Corona of it was now that we're both home a little more, we have time to really assess and build the gardens. And we've been building gardens and trying to plant different vegetables and things. And some have failed and some have succeeded and some have succeeded better than others. And some have failed miserably. And I've also learned a lot about planting seasons for Arizona versus everywhere else because I've learned and I and I believe I mentioned this a few weeks ago when Rihanna was on the show that I learned that we were trying to plant carrots at the absolute opposite time of year to plant carrots because when you live in the deserts of Arizona you plant carrots opposite of everybody else because everywhere else, you plant carrots in the spring, they grow through the summer, you pick them somewhere in the winter-ish time. And if you know anything about growing carrots, they say that uh, carrots that actually stay in the ground through winter, so spring, it's like you could, you could theoretically, in other parts of the country, plant carrots in the spring, leave them in the ground, clear through until the next spring, pick them in the spring, and those carrots will be sweeter than the carrots from uh, a fall harvest because over the winter that carrot shoves all of its sugar and everything down into the carrot root the you know the part you eat it shoves it all down in there as storage and just saves and stores all those sugars and nutrients and everything to get it through the winter it's kind of like a bear hibernating basically carrots kind of go into hibernation a bit and a lot of other root vegetables do the same so if you pick them in the early spring 
you'll actually have sweeter carrots. Well, the rest of the country has winter, and their summer is more like our winter. And so here, (laughs) it is just flat, outright, too damn hot in our spring-summer to plant carrots. They burn up. As soon as the carrots start coming up out of the ground and you get the little seedlings and you see the little leaves, and, oh, look, I've got all these carrots in my garden. And then it's 110 degrees outside and you are left with ash and all of your carrots go poof and they burn up because even the soil is too hot and it kills the seeds. So here you plant your carrots in the fall and they grow and grow through the fall and the winter because even in the winter... We get, we get below freezing at times, but we don't get like the harsh frost and, and hard freezes like other places, especially if you're using a raised bed, it's not so much of an issue. So here we get, you like, you, you basically flip it. You, you plant in the fall and harvest in the spring, which I, I think may result in just, Hey, we'll have sweeter carrots. I don't know, but you know, here just our, our growing seasons for things are completely you know, wonky, you basically, you, you buy a packet of seeds for any vegetable. It tells you, oh, you should plant it this time of year and you harvest it this time of year and it should take you this long to, it's like, oh, it'll, you know, sprout in this much time and your time to harvest is this long. It's like, well, yeah, take all of those, those directions. Fuck it. None of that applies if you live in the Arizona desert because it's too damn hot or the, the, the soil isn't going to be right. The, the rain, like your water's not going to be right. All of these things that normally they account for on these seeds because it applies to like 80% of the country don't mean jack shit if you live here. And I found out like everywhere else, they're like, oh yeah, you plant tomatoes in the spring and you get these great tomatoes. Except then I found out that, oh, tomatoes don't develop if it's over 90 degrees, apparently. There's a handful of tomato varieties that are bred to handle the heat here. But generally speaking, tomatoes will not develop over 90 degrees. It's been over 90 degrees here since February. In March, when all the lockdowns and everything started, we were already, it was full spring break. It was like 85, 90 something degrees every day. We've been in triple digits since late March, early April. So, yeah. I've got two tomato plants that are getting fucking huge and I don't have any goddamn tomatoes. So I want some fucking tomatoes. Not that I'm going to eat them, but fuck it. I'm putting the effort into growing this damn plant. I want some fucking tomatoes. And, <laughs> and, and at the same time, I also have a watermelon plant that we started from seed in the, I think we actually started in the seedling in the office that actually developed. It was off our first set of seedlings and I put it out there and it, took it took a little time but it took and so now i have a, a watermelon plant that's starting to take off and i'm and i'm really excited for and our strawberry plant is doing all right for a while it was getting really unruly and we we nicknamed our I'll just say fuck it we named our strawberry plant audrey like audrey too like little chop of horrors because we didn't know shit about fucking strawberries And originally, after we planted it, it started sending out these long vines and these like these long fucking like 
stretch out vines and we're thinking like, oh, it's going to stretch out these vines and, at the, and on those vines, it's going to grow the strawberries on those vines because you kind of know strawberries to have these long stretchy vines with berries and stuff. We're like, oh, okay. We're watching these vines go and watching these vines go and watching these vines go and like, where the fuck are the strawberries? Because, you know, you do, oh, you need the flowers and then you get the strawberries. And we're like, where the fuck are flowers? There's no, we're not getting anything. And we're like, Google, 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 you know, and you look up strawberries and time lapse of the strawberries and all these videos and find out, oh, those, those vines that it's throwing out are actually, it's basically, that's kind of how strawberries, re, strawberry plants reproduce and realize, yeah, seeds are also how they you know spread seeds and all that, but strawberry plants will actually just kind of expand on themselves where they'll send out these vines and at, uh, at the end of the vine, it'll have kind of a little tuft of more plant and leaf and stuff. And it's like a little miniature plant. And if the, on the bottom of that little tuft has these little micro root fiber hair things. And if that hits the soil, it will root. <laughs> so you'll have like, it'll, it kind of clones itself. So it'll like you'll have the, the strawberry plant and then it stretches out its little vines and it sets up another plant there and it, it will expand itself. And so we're sitting here and like, well, fuck. Okay. Um, cut the vines off. <laughs> And then apparently if you cut the vines off, then it immediately is like, okay, it's not putting all the energy into the vines. It's now, okay, now I can make flowers and with flowers come strawberries. So we finally have some flowers coming up. Um, we've still got sage and rosemary in a couple of planters. We've had a couple of run-ins trying to, with some uh, plants we got from my sister, some peppers and all the spinach and all the lettuce and all that stuff we got, uh, none of it's taken. Um, I think lettuce, we run into the same problems. We have the carrots. It's just too damn hot. Um, we did start another set of seedlings in the office. I actually have like four lettuce plants next to me on my little seed tray. And I've got some green onions over here and I've got another watermelon. I think it's another watermelon or a cantaloupe or, or cucumber or something. They might be a cucumber. Um, that are over here in my little starter trays here at the end of my desk. And, you know, we're you know doing stuff. And I, 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 I'm I, really happy. There's one of my beds, because I've now got three um, raised beds that I've built. One of them I haven't filled yet. We're waiting on some of these seedlings that are next to me here. But we have the one that's got, um, it's completely covered and has cucumbers and no it's got right now we, we bought a green pepper plant because my wife wanted bell peppers and the ones we got for my sister just didn't take they didn't survive the transplant so we got a, a green pepper plant looks like that's already dying and sucks and then the watermelon plant that i was just thinking about is is in that same bed and then the bed next to that which is actually the first one we i built has i i just planted a couple of cucumber seeds and just kind of threw them in there covered them up it was just like last ditch fuck it i'm just gonna throw these in here and looked up one day and like holy shit they're growing did not expect anything out of these like i was watering them because they were there but i didn't expect anything um the exact same time as i planted those i planted some green beans and we'd had tremendous luck with green beans in the seed pods but basically the cat ate them so they just didn't have it like, and, uh, the rest of those green beans, the seeds just, 
I think they got burned, I think, because we had them in a bag that ended up was outside. I'm pretty sure they they burned and died. So I need to get some more of those seeds. And at this point, I think it's too late in the season to try and start them again. So I'm just going to kind of give up on that for now. But I had like a couple of cucumber plants come up and like, holy shit, I got some fucking cucumbers and they're doing really good and they're coming up and I'm really excited. And at the other end of that bed is the, um, <laughs> well, we, we call him Jack. And if, if he had grown to the size that he is now and at the rate that he is now, he would have been Audrey because Jack is a pumpkin or he's a pumpkin plant, I should say. And Jack was a, the result of, I was planting, we'd had a pumpkin plant that we bought when we very first started the gardens with the barrels. And it was, it was like just one of those, like, oh, there's a pumpkin. They have a a pumpkin plant when I bought the strawberries and, and the tomatoes and all that stuff. And that pumpkin plant got moved from one bed to another and didn't survive the trip. Like seems like all the other plants that we're trying to transplant just don't seem to survive the transplant. And so I had some seeds. I planted the seeds. Didn't expect anything of it. Look up one day. Holy shit. I've got some little sprouts coming out of the ground for the, where that I planted the pumpkins. Um, a few weeks later, actually about a month and a half at this point, uh, about a month later, Jack has grown to the point where he is now outside of the garden. And so he's got leaves, the leaves on this pumpkin plant. And these are the, the little sugar pumpkins at that. The one that died was actually a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin, but these are actually sugar pumpkins, like pie pumpkins. And the leaves on this thing are the size of my hands. And if you've seen, I think I've, I've started sharing some more garden stuff because I haven't been doing, because in the absence of podcast stuff, I haven't been doing a lot on social media. Also, social media is kind of a, minefield nowadays but i've i've been like i've decided you know what if i'm not posting show stuff i might as well be posting um some garden stuff and so i've started kind of trying to put some pictures of my plants especially this pumpkin because holy fuck and i'm super proud of this pumpkin because this was something that we planted i planted and like i think i'm the most proud right now and i'm most like my, my, my focus right now is those two little cucumber plants that I've got coming up and that fucking pumpkin, because these are the two sets of seeds that I planted. I did not expect anything to come from. And they are so far of all the plants in the garden, the two things that are doing the best. So like my big ass fucking pumpkin that's taking over the whole damn bed is just doing amazing. And we watched a like we started watching a lot of time lapse videos of plants and vegetables to see how they grow. I was like, okay, if you plant it from seed, here's how it goes. Here's what we can kind of just to not get an idea of what to expect from them. And so I'm like watching a time lapse of a pumpkin and seeing like it grows like this and it's kind of slow and it's kind of slow and kind of slow. And you get into the second month of it and then it's just boom and it just explodes in growth in the second month. And that's right where we are right now. And I can literally walk out in the morning and water that plant, come back in the evening when Rihanna gets off of work. Cause we always like in the first thing in the morning, we go out and we, we do the garden, water the plants, see if anything could need anything. And we usually will give them at the very least a light watering for everything just so they can handle this, the heat of the day so that nothing gets dried out 
um, by the end of the day. But go in, water everything, check on all the plants, see how they're all doing. And then we come back after she gets out of work. We do another walk through the garden, see how everything's doing, see if anything's dried out during the day. If does it need any more water to get through the night so that nothing, you know, we don't want to stress the plants out because, you know, plants need water, man. Anybody know that reference? Yeah, man. How could I be so dumb? Plants need water, man. I, I applaud you if you know where that's from. Uh, you're, you're cool. But so we, you know, we, we, walk the, we walk the garden twice a day. Never mind that I'm outside most of the mornings now. You can see, especially in the, in the pumpkins, you can see a physical difference in that plant between the morning and the evening. And Rihanna, we actually, if you saw, I think I posted up a picture of our green beans that unfortunately got eaten by the cats, which has resulted in a no cats in the office rule right now. Um, But we were seeing inches of growth on those green beans every day in their little planters before they got eaten, bitch. And I, I, I can call her a bitch. It's my cat. And she fucking ate all of our green beans and she ate like our entire first round of seeds that were just taken off. Everything was doing so well. She got in here and just fucking ate the tops off of all the fucking seedlings. Our, our garden would be so much bigger right now if she hadn't done that. But, uh, you know, all these plants are just fucking exploding. And now, but I'm, I'm really like super, super proud of my pumpkins. And of these green or my uh, my cucumbers, because these are the ones that I literally threw in there as a last ditch, like eh, maybe these will grow. And now they're growing. And so I'm super excited. And so, you know, I, I'm watching the growth in these fucking plants and like to look today and see, oh, look, there's a new leaf starting to come up on this plant and to come back in the morning tomorrow. And see that leaf is completely out. And hey, now it's got, there's a fourth leaf on that vine right there. Or to see, I saw like, I took a picture over the weekend or it was like last Friday. And I compared it to a picture from the previous week. For in one week, that pumpkin went from having about five leaves that were maybe this, you know, um, I don't know, maybe the size of a coaster on the big, like the biggest leaf was maybe the size of a, of a, you know, drink coaster. And a week later, it's now got about 10 leaves and we have some vines starting with flowers. And those same leaves are now about the size of my palm, maybe out to like first knuckle size. And that was Friday. That was like this last Friday. Recording this now, it's Monday night. Those same leaves are now the size of my whole hand. And that's just like three days of difference between those last two jumps. It's just fucking exploding. And now there's just every day more leaves, longer vines, more flower pods. And I'm looking at this thing thinking like, holy fuck, I'm going to have so many fucking pumpkins come off of this bitch. He's going to have so many, so many pumpkins. It's going to be so awesome. If everything, like looking at it and just looking at the vines and looking at the number of little flower pods I'm seeing come up, I'm going to have so many damn pumpkins. And I was looking at it and it's actually funny because 
of all of the plants that we have, the only things that were actually planted at the right time for this environment and the right time of year and everything to actually produce right now are the cucumbers and the pumpkins because they got planted in late May uh, going into June. And basically everything I read said pumpkins like the heat for one. They do very well here. And I've seen that before. There are tons. I've seen so many pumpkin farms. Um, but you basically plant them in mid to late May so you can harvest them around Halloween for jack-o'-lanterns. And these are going to be pie pumpkins. That looking at the, the course of time we have should be ready to harvest around Halloween going into Thanksgiving. And so I'm really looking forward to this year that I may, that we'll be making pumpkin pie from pumpkins from our own garden. And so I'm super looking forward to that. And I'm, I'm thinking this year that after the pumpkins, after we harvest the pumpkins, I may pull them back. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm trying to think about rotating crops and stuff like that because I really want to get carrots. I really want to get a carrot crop in somewhere. And I'm thinking I may end up having to plant them you know, well, plant them in the fall for one but my pumpkins will be basically going dormant come fall and so my thought process is okay well you need to rotate crops to a degree i may i'm thinking maybe i should after the pumpkins die back go in and plant carrots in that bed and put carrots in my winter in the pumpkin bed in the winter and then harvest them in the spring and plant some more pumpkins in in the next next spring i think it would be a great rotation personally if it works (laughs) that's entirely based on if it works but i'm trying to kind of mentally cycle hey what plants will we grow through the winter because for us uh things like lettuce and carrots which look great in a garden when you've got lettuces of any type and carrots and those big leafy greens that come out of the ground and all that stuff, those look great in your garden. Pumpkins aren't the best looking plant, I'll say, because it's a big viney thing. They're spiky as fuck. If you ever if you've never actually seen a pumpkin vine or a pumpkin plant up close, those leaves are fuzzy as hell. And the vines are like covered in in spines and spikes and pokes and like when they're when they're really little, they just feel like really itchy kind of hairs. But as they get bigger and the vines get thicker and everything, those little hairs get really thick and now they're like spikes and the entire thing is covered in spikes and you don't want to fucking touch it. And which is a great, you know, survival mechanism because nothing is going to want to fucking touch those fucking pumpkins because I don't know of a bug that's going to want to crawl across those spines. So it's all flying insects that I'm dealing with, flies and occasionally crickets, but not much is messing with my pumpkins. So I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'm super excited for when I all those flower pods that I'm seeing pop up. I'm when those open up and I start seeing pumpkin flowers and then I start seeing pumpkins. I'll be super excited and I know come midsummer, like actual summer summer, um probably another month. I'll we get a lot more bees around here later in the year and all that stuff, so I'm super excited hoping that we get good pollination. Granted you can manually pollinate pumpkins. It's really easy to do. 
but I'm hoping to get a lot of good pumpkins off of this because, well, fuck, I want to make my, I, I just, I really want to make pie with our own pumpkins to see. I want our pumpkins to just make some fucking bomb pie. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> and then cucumbers, because fucking cucumbers are great. Fight me. <laughs> I'll just sit and it's like, I have no problem sitting and eating cucumbers. I don't know why I don't do it so much. I don't know. I should. But fucking cucumbers. Yeah. And again, I don't care if I like if we grow if our tomatoes, I, I honestly at this point, the, the, going back to the tomatoes don't sprout over 90 degrees thing. I'm pretty sure our, our tomato plants are just going to get bushy as fuck. And then in the fall they're because I heard that like the, the life, well, not the lifespan, but like the cycle of tomatoes, you can get, especially when it's warm climates like this, that you can go from tomato flowers to ready to pick tomatoes in a matter of like maybe four or five weeks, like in inside of a month, you can get whole, you can have tomatoes and just be going and, and, depending on the variety, they can just keep cycling and I could end up with just a plethora of tomatoes throughout the winter. If I have the right kind, I don't know what the fuck I like. I have some beef steaks and I have some summer sets. I don't know what their, their blossoming and their, their fruiting cycle is, but you know, fuck it. If I have tomatoes, then I can start make, mm, excuse me, second. Uh, I can start making salsa again. I can start making tomato sauce. That would be cool. I've done it before. Because we like bought a case of tomatoes and we're like, well, fuck are we going to do with these? And we made a bunch of tomato sauce because it was, well, what the fuck else what are we going to do with them? So like I was making a bunch of salsa. I was making a bunch of tomato sauce so I could get back into doing that stuff. And because those are always fun to do. Experimenting, making salsa. When you've got a, a workplace with a large Hispanic population, you just take a jar of salsa and say, hey, try this. And you just suddenly make a, uh, you know, peach salsa because you have a metric fuck ton of peppers and, and tomatoes at your disposal. I did not get a single negative review about any of my stuff. I'll just say that. Um, so I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to. I, I have, I, it's again, the ball of contradictions that I am and the whole, I can cook almost anything and never taste it. I don't eat salsa. I don't. I'm not a fan. I don't really like peppers. Just don't like the flavor. So I don't eat salsa. But I can make it. And I can make it without tasting it myself ever. And that is the wonder that is me. And the fucking what the fuck contradiction of shit that is me. So I could sit there and make us big batches of fucking salsa for people. Get rave reviews. Everybody loves my salsa. So, hey, what the fuck? But that's what I want to do. Like, Rihanna wants to grow peppers because she likes bell peppers and she likes stuffed peppers and things like that. And she wants to make stuffed bell peppers and do all these things. Fine. Okay. Personally, if we're growing peppers, I'll turn them into salsa. Why? Because we have peppers and tomatoes and herbs. Fuck it. Make salsa. Um, we don't have any of the herbs I would put in salsa, but that's beside the point. But yeah, I think, you know, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to sell you right now. Going forward, there's going to be a lot of garden talk. Why? Because it's what's going on in my life right now. Um, you know, there's there's a bunch of stuff, and I, I want to try and be. I want to get back into weekly shows, and I say this, and I said this last time. I do want to get back into a regular routine. I do not know if I'm going to be able to catch up before uh, we go on vacation, 
And I realized that right after we come back from vacation, never mind it being a very busy week for doctor's appointments and things because boys. But we also, it'll also be the same time where my anniversary of the show is, which is July 22nd, I believe is the actual day. And I have to look it up every year. And I'm pretty sure every time I say it on air, I get it wrong. But that's about the, the time period at the end of the July 20 something. If you actually know that, hey, hit me up, <laughs> let me know, uh, remind me so I don't have to look it up myself. I mean, I can, but fuck. But yeah, I'm, I, there's going to be a lot of garden talk because again, like I said, it's going to be, it's, it's what I'm doing. It's a big part of what I'm doing right now. Um, let's see, you know, checking up with the boys you know, more boys stuff. We'll, we'll talk about what's going on with the boys with school when that starts coming back up. Um, you better bet I'm going to be talking about pie when it becomes pie season. And if I'm actually seeing pumpkins better bet, I'm going to be fucking excited. Um, I'll probably shoot some video and share some video of, of that stuff on the social media stuff. And if you've made it this far and they're actually listening and care, we have, and I was talking about taking the boys to the park. One of the parks in our neighborhood that was recently built was a, a Ninja Warrior-esque obstacle course with very familiar obstacles for anybody who's a fan of Ninja Warrior. And there is a video buried on my YouTube channel of me attempting to run our, our little neighborhood ninja course. If you want to see that video, Hit me up on whatever social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, 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 Twitter. Yeah, that's the one I had at Odd Dad Out. And I will share it with you. I have no problem sharing it with you. I just don't use my YouTube channel for actual videos. That's what it is. So it's not a public video because I'm like that. But hey, Maybe I'll make, maybe I'll make it public. If you guys actually wanted me to make that video public right now, if you want to see it, I can send you the link. You can watch it. No problem. It's not like super private. It's just not, it's just unlisted. You want that video to go public of me horribly, uh, attempting to do a Ninja Warrior course. Let me know again, hit me up on the social medias, um, all the things, you know, and because I've, I've neglected to mention it, especially in the last few episodes, which have so much of recent stuff has been way out of normal routine. I do want to give a special thank you to all of my Patreon supporters, Heather, Kate, Lisa and Sam, Derek and the crew from Rolling Misadventures, and Chris from Play Comics, and the Caffeine in Spite is his new thing that he's been doing. Very much like this, a little less ranty, a little more Chris. Um, Thank you guys, because not only have they been supporting me financially for the show, they've also been they've also been supporting me financially for the show through the COVID crisis and all of the lockdowns and where a lot of people have been dropping Patreon support of a lot of things just because they can't afford it. All of them have still been supporting the show. And I really appreciate that, especially when I wasn't producing shows for almost three months. And I also wasn't really producing Patreon content for the same reasons. And so I really just really want to say thank you to all of you guys because it's just really awesome. And 
you know, I've had to trim back on some things that I was supporting, but a lot of them were places where like they they just stopped doing the thing they were doing or like I don't yeah I don't need to get into why I dropped certain Patreon things but I do still support my friends on Patreon so there's that anyway I'm I've rambled and I've gardened and I've done all the stuff I am going to say I do have some podcasts that I want to talk about coming up I also have some YouTube channels that I want to talk about coming up and a lot because gardening stuff and some other stuff that I've gotten into i've in 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 lockdown stuff i've watched a lot more youtube and so there's some fun channels and stuff that i've gotten into that i want to talk about so recommended listening and watching and all the stuff will will resume once i get back on a more regular schedule and it's a lot easier to do that i will be bringing back the news and i i discussed with my wife doing the news in a very different way and i'll I'll let you in on it now or his we I used to scour the news for weird shit, and I got a little bit of pushback for different stories I covered and how I covered them, and some about. Um, I'll say I got I got some pushback for covering stories out of China and criticizing um, news stories out of China right at the very beginning of the coronavirus outbreak when it was still isolated to Wuhan, when it was still just in China and it was a barely becoming known to the world outbreak of this, like where there's, you know, this plague in this city in China that nobody knew shit about at at the time. I got some pushback on that. And that was a big part of why I just dropped the news because it's easier to just say screw the segment then have to deal with kind of having to filter stories for things like that when you know yeah i'm not aware of those of the situations in different parts of the world and like timing becomes insensitive when hey i'm just making fun of some asshole doing something dumb but it looks insensitive to other things and like well hey it's not what i'm going for but at the same time yeah fuck it so and and i got some and there were other times and other stories and things and you know it's one of those things where every time somebody has come after me it's usually over the news usually how i cover the news guess what supposed to be comedy um and it's usually attacking my person it's not it's always been a personal attack. It's always been somebody coming after me, which, hey, guess what? That's that's not how you, you, you don't attack a person. You know, I, I don't, I don't like being accused of being a thing I am not. I'll just say that. Um, anyway, but I'm, I'm going to be bringing the news back in a little bit different way. And I think it's it's really probably going to turn into this week in Florida. Why is it going to be this week in Florida? Because I don't remember if y'all remember the Florida man challenge thing where you basically plug in your birth date into you know Google and hey, here's my birth date, Florida man. There's it, it's, you can do that for any day of the week. And so what I'm thinking we're going to do. And I may again, it, it's an idea and it's yeah, a fairly neutral idea. Everybody gets Florida Man as a general joke. So I'm going to 
and I may even just pick a state. Fuck it. But I may just like Florida man of this week. I may pick Arizona. I think I may just pick a random state. Fuck it. Maybe we'll draw a random state, but I'm, I'm still fleshing this out. But to pick sort of an isolated, pick a thing, pick a place this week, weird news, Florida man date this week and pick a story from this week from location, weird shit. That's it. So, and maybe you guys can pick that. Let's go with that. Let's go with, we'll put up, maybe I'll put up something on social media. Hey, let's vote. Where am I pulling the weird shit from this week? Let's go with that. And I'll put it up and I'll share some of my, my other stories on social media. Cause I need to get back into making fun of people because that's what I do. All right. But anyway, I've been going for over an hour. I'm sure you're going to be tired of me. I'm tired. I was a lot more tired, but you know what? I woke up when I started talking about my garden, which is really, really depressing. I got excited about the garden. Fuck. I'm getting old, but <laughs> that's what's coming up. I've told you what's coming up. As long as I can fucking do it, I'm going to try and do it. Damn it. So, remember, you can catch all the past episodes and all the social media stuff on the website at odddadapodcast.com. You can go there and you can buy some merch. And I've been working on more merch, not necessarily for the show, but in my Odd Dad art collection on Threadless at shop.odddadapodcast.com. Yeah, it takes you there. There is a, a collection. I've got my all of my bags and shoes, and I have socks there now. I haven't done any show-related socks and, and stuff yet, but in my art collection, I have... There's actually more variety of products in those collections because those original pieces of art and drawings and sketches I've done that have now become products you can buy. There's socks and shoes and leggings and... and pillows and and all these weird all the weird stuff a lot of them that i don't have as as clothing items i don't have a lot of them as shirts and stuff like that a lot of them are are pillows and blankets and stuff like that because eh, they don't necessarily work in shirts but stuff like that check it out go again shop.odddadoutpodcast.com check out all of my stuff buy some stuff support the show or again you can join the patreon patreon.com slash odd dad out or i think it's there's a donate tab on the website all of the things again social media facebook instagram twitter at odd dad out and if you need me to edit your podcast for you odd dad out voice productions odo voice pro.com is that right it's been so long Oh, what's the voicemail? You're not going to remember it, but it's in the show notes. (laughs) So, you know, click the little button wherever you are, whether you're on the website or in your little app, there's a button there. You can leave me a voicemail. I will play it on the show or I will answer your question or whatever the fuck. If you want to read me your news stories or whatever, or tell me about a podcast you want me to talk about, I will do that for you. I will, because you were nice enough to leave me a voicemail. I will fucking do what you want me to within reason anyway enough rambling enough all the bullshit i am out of here and until next week oddballs hopefully thank you and good night
haha, I'm back. Just as a little side note, the reason why I end the show with thank you and good night stems from the very early episodes where I recorded at night and I didn't know how the fuck to end the show. And it was four in the morning. So that's what I did. There's a little piece of information for you. And I'm out of here. Wash your damn hands.